Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk podcast. The Story Walk podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. This is another story about Booger McFarland. This is the Booger Joins the Army story. Booger McFarland was one of the strangest characters you've ever met. He had curly blonde hair and two eyes that were set very close together. Underneath his nose was an enormous mustache. Beneath his mustache was a very small mouth and lips that were exceptionally chapped. Booger loved to smile. And when he did smile, you noticed the yellowest and brownest and blackest teeth you have ever seen. Booger had one major problem. He had trouble keeping a job. And once again, he was sitting in his living room wondering when he'd find a new job. Well, I'm almost out of spaghetti. I need to get myself a job, Booger said. He is so poor he couldn't even afford buying newspapers anymore. So he went onto the internet. He was looking at jobs and none of them looked that good until he saw an ad for a job where everyone got hired. Well, gee, I want to get hired too. This sounds fantastic, Booger said. He looked at the job. The headline read, everybody hired, come join the army. The army, Booger said. Well, this sounds about perfect. I've got two arms. I'm gonna be great at this company. Unfortunately for Booger, he didn't read any more about the job. If he had, he would have learnt. The army isn't a place for people with arms to work. It was something entirely different. Booger sent off an email saying how much he wanted to work at the army and asking when he could start. A few hours later, the phone rang. Well, I can't believe someone's calling me. Where's that darn phone? He started looking all around his living room. <laughs> tring, 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 tring. The phone sounded muffled. How strange, where is the phone? Just then he noticed something was vibrating against his bum. He stood up. No, it's not there. But he noticed 
He was still feeling the vibration. He touched his bum. Oh, the phone stuck to me. He peeled it off. Press talk. Hello, this is Booger McFarland. Oh, hi, Booger. My name is Chet Williams. I'm calling you from the Army. Hi there, Army guy. You calling to hire me? Yes, I just wanted to make sure this was real. We don't get many people who want to work at the Army. Oh, I want to work. I'm a perfect guy to work in the Army. I've got two arms. Um, okay, uh, Mr. McFarlane. Most of us in the Army have two arms. I bet y'all have two arms. I wouldn't be surprised if some of you have three or four arms. Okay, Mr. McFarland. All I need you to do is come in and sign some papers, and then you can start working at the Army immediately. This is great. Well, where should I go? Chet gave Booger the address, and Booger wrote it down. Chet started to describe what the job was, but Booger interrupted him. I don't need to hear anything else, Chet. I got the arms. I got a job. I'm going to see you tomorrow. Chet tried to interrupt him. Wait, do you know what you're signing up for, Mr. McFarland? Click. Booger was so happy. He had a new job. And the job was going to be perfect for him because it was at a company where everyone had arms just like him. There's no way I'm going to get fired from this job, said Booger. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be the best employee they've ever had. He went to sleep that night with a smile on his face. He was excited to go to work. The next day, Booger woke up. He didn't set an alarm, and that was a problem. Oh, man, said Booger. I got to go to my new arm job. I'm going to be late. Booger didn't have time to shower or even to eat breakfast. And he never brushed his teeth. He was in such a rush, he didn't even have a chance to change out of his pajamas. He ran to his car and drove to the address. Wow, the Army must be a pretty important company. Look at how big their buildings are. He had come to an Army base. Inside, there were tanks and lots of soldiers. Wow, whatever the Army company does, they sure must do important stuff. They've got lots of protection here with soldiers and tanks. This is pretty cool. He drove up to a gate and he said, I'm Booger McFarlane. I'm the new Army person. I'm here to see Chet. The soldier at the gate looked at him and was very confused. For Booger was wearing his gingerbread man pajamas. They looked very cozy, but not many people showed up to work at the army in pajamas. The soldier said, are you sure you're joining the army, sir? Well, we don't have many people like you. Really, said Booger, because when I look, Everyone around's got two arms, and there's lots of soldiers here to protect people. Um, let me just make a call. 
the soldier picked up a phone and spoke quietly into it. I can't believe it, sir, but you're right. You are joining the army. Welcome to the army, Private Booger. Booger drove through the gate. He was very excited to be joining the army. He started to wonder, well, I wonder what we need to do here at the army. I know they had something to do with arms, but I don't really know what. He drove around. He wasn't sure where exactly to go until he saw a sign. It said, General's Parking Only. Booger looked at the sign. The parking spot was the very first one in front of the biggest building. Booger thought, I wonder what this sign means. General only. I'm kind of general. I don't really have a specific reason I'm here. I guess I'm going to park in the general only. He turned off his car. It was real dirty and messy on the outside. And on the inside, there was lots of fast food wrappers. He got out and walked inside. As he walked in, he noticed it was very quiet. He looked around. He noticed every person in there was looking at him. Do I have something on my mustache? He wondered and quickly brushed it. No, why is everyone looking at me? He looked around. He had no idea everyone was looking at him because no one had ever come into army headquarters wearing gingerbread pajamas. He walked up to the first person he saw. It was a woman in a green outfit. In fact, as Booger looked around, he realized everybody's wearing the same thing. They must have got a discount when they went shopping. Everyone buys green clothes you get, you save money. Seems like people here are real smart. He smiled at this woman. When he smiled, he showed his enormous yellow and black and brown teeth. The lady's eyes opened wide and then even wider. And she said, can I help you, sir? Booger smiled some more and said, yes, I'm Booger. I'm here, got two arms, ready to join, ready to help you out. All you arm people. The lady said, um, are you Private McFarlane? Well, I'm not very private, if you must know, said Booger. I've got a Facebook account and I got a newspaper and you know, I got neighbors, they know who I am. I'm not that private, I'm kind of private. The lady looked at him. Did he not realize that private was a rank in the army? Um, okay, Private McFarland, can you please come over here? We've got to get you ready for the army. Well, I'm ready already, he said. Your clothes aren't standard issue. Standard what? said Booger. He looked down. Oh no, I left my jammies on. He looked around. I bet you you get lots of people that show up on their first day still in their jammies. Um, I've never seen that, Private McFarland. Well, what do you got for me to wear? Um, 
Fatigues? No, I'm not too fatigued, Booger said. Um, no, Miss, no, Private McFarland. Fatigues are what we wear. It's our outfit. Oh, said Booger. I thought you all dressed very similar. Let's get me some fatigues. The lady said, follow me, sir. And Booger McFarland followed her down a hallway and into an enormous room. It actually looked a little bit like an enormous shower. Before the lady left, she said, welcome to the army, Private McFarland. Why, thank you, said Booger. The door closed and Booger looked around. In fact, now that he looked even closer, it looked more and more like an enormous shower. There was a chair in one side with a mirror. There was an outfit, just like everyone had been wearing, hanging up, and there were lots of shower heads. Just then a very stern man walked in. Ten hut! Ten what? said Booger. I said ten hut, Private McFarland. Ah, uh, it's about uh, ten fifteen, said Booger McFarland. I don't know what time ten hut is, but it's not ten fifteen. Or maybe it is. I'm Booger. You will address me as sir, said the army man. I am Lieutenant Windtower, but you can call me Sir. All right, Windy, said Booger. Lieutenant Windtower almost stopped breathing. What did you call me? I called you Windy because you talk so much and so loud. You will call me Sir, and you will give me ten push-ups right now. Ten what? said Booger. Push-ups, Private. Oh, Wendy, I haven't done a push-up in I don't know how long. Do I have to? No, you don't have to do 10 push-ups. You have to do 100 push-ups. 100 push-ups? That's crazy. How about this? How about I try and do one? Lieutenant Windtower looked at Booger McFarland. I don't know what game you're playing. Private McFarland, but here in the army, you're gonna learn obedience and to listen. Booger looked at this strange, loud, angry man and said, I'll be honest with you, Wendy. Obedience is something I've been fired for before. I'm not too good at obedience. I'm even worse at listening. Well, I'm probably worse at push-ups then listening, then obedience. I'm pretty good at eating. Do you need any eating done? And I got my two arms. So, you know, I'm just hoping I can use my arms. Like, that's what I'm here for. Lieutenant Windtower looked at Booger McFarland quizzically. You are the strangest recruit we've ever had. It's like you don't even know what the army is. Oh, I know what the army is. It's all for all us people with two arms. Get down to some honest work. <laughs> Lieutenant Windtower said, Are you trying to make a joke? No, said Booger. That's what the army is. It's for all of us with arms. It's an army type of job. If you just had legs, if you were a spider with eight legs, you'd hate the army because you got to have no arms. What are you talking about, Private McFarland? This is the army. We 
defend our country. We are soldiers. We learn how to drive tanks, shoot guns, climb mountains, dig trenches. Above all, we focus on great discipline and fitness. That doesn't sound like the army job I applied for. See, the job I applied for was really focused on having two arms, which if you look at me, I've got two arms. True, it helps that you have two arms, but you could have had this job even with only one arm. We have some people with no arms. This is not a company only for people with two arms. What? said Booger. Here I was thinking I was perfect with my two arms. You tell me I didn't even need these arms. Oh, well, what's, what's my job? Well, the first thing we must do is clean you up, Private McFarland. You stink, your hair is too long, your mustache is too long, your teeth are too yellow, your clothes are too dirty, and you're overweight and not fit enough. That sounds terrible, said Booger. I don't want to do any of that, and you're not touching my curly blonde hair. This is what makes me special. I'm afraid, Private McFarland, that everyone gets a buzz cut when they join the army. Wendy, you're being too harsh with me. I don't want a haircut. I don't want to trim my mustaches. I don't want to lose weight or brush my teeth or even have a shower because I hate showers. I just want to come to a job where all I needed were these arms. Private Windtower sat down. He had never met anybody as bizarre as Booger McFarland. He looked at Booger and said, Private McFarland, I've never had to do this ever, but I don't think we're gonna hire you at the army. I just don't think you're made of the right type of stuff to be successful in the army. Booger looked at him, he said, Oh, really? I was kind of getting excited to go driving a tank around. I thought it'd be a good way to surprise my neighbors or go pick up some drive-through. You aren't allowed to drive the tank around wherever you want, Private McFarland, and you wouldn't be able to touch a weapon for another six or nine months. Six or nine months, said Booger McFarland. I've never had a job last that long. Are you sure I can't just shoot a couple guns right now? I'm probably pretty good at it. Private McFarland, said Lieutenant Windtower, it is my pleasure to tell you that you are released from the army. Because you came and tried and we didn't accept you, I'm gonna give you a gift certificate for $500 worth of hot dogs. $500 worth of hot dogs? Yeehaw! said Booger. This is the best day of my life. I love hot dogs. Just then, Lieutenant Windtower pressed a button. Two more soldiers came out and into the room. They took Booger McFarland by the arms and escorted him back to the front where the lady he met when he came in had an envelope for him. She gave Booger McFarland the envelope and said, your gift certificate for $500 worth of hot dogs 
is in this envelope. Thank you for offering to join the army. We're sorry we didn't select you. Enjoy your hot dogs. Booger smiled. Today had been about the best day of his life. He'd gotten $500 worth of hot dogs, his favorite food. As he walked out from the army headquarters, he thought the only way this day could have gotten better was if he'd gotten to drive a tank. As he looked at his car, he noticed a tow truck was trying to tow it away. Hey, said Booger, what are you doing with my car? A man turned around. Is that your car? Yeah, it is. I'm Booger McFarlane. What are you doing with it? You can't steal it. I am General Abbott. This parking spot is for generals only. I'm a five-star general in the army. I'm very important. And you parked in my parking space. Well, how was I supposed to know? Said Booger. It says General's Parking Only, said General Abbott. Oh, I thought that was general, like anyone could park there as long as you weren't there for a specific reason, said Booger. The general looked at him. Wait, are you Private McFarland? Why, yes I am, said Booger, or I was, I guess I'm not working here, but I've got $500 worth of hot dogs. General Abbott looked at him. I've talked to Lieutenant Windtower. He's told me all about you. I can understand why you parked in my parking stall. Driver, let down this man's car. The tow truck driver released Booger's car and drove away. General Abbott said, Mr. McFarland, I thank you for you trying to offer your service. And I'm even more thankful that we never hired you in the army. Here's your car. Please enjoy your $500 worth of hot dogs. But do not come back here. Booger got in his car. Today had been one of the best days of his life. He'd got to see lots of interesting things and meet some really interesting and friendly people. As he drove home, he stopped off to pick up his $500 worth of hot dogs. His entire trunk was full of hot dogs. And he knew this would last him a couple of weeks. He got home, he put a big pot of water on the stove. He cooked up 27 hot dogs and sat down to eat them. He spent that evening with an enormous smile on his face, satisfied from all the hot dogs and the fun day he'd had. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.